Welcome to the Hey Jimmy podcast. For years, these five fools have spent way too much time together debating the most idiotic notions. Now they are recording for your pleasure. Put on your thinking caps and strap in for some weird and wild talking points. Jimmy! Welcome, everybody, to another fantastic episode of Hey Jimmy. I'm Steve. I'm Carrie. Joe. And we are three of five pieces of uh, the Hey Jimmy crew. <laughs> Currently, we're uh, uh, down a couple of our cohorts, but uh, uh, they're, they, they, have, they have lives. Indeed. We couldn't complete the puzzle. Yeah, we... yeah, we were missing a couple of our pieces. Then again, sometimes they're missing a couple of their pieces too. So I mean, you know. Yeah, the piece count varies. You know, just I mean, even pieces of the mind. Seriously, <laughs> my mind is like the, the little trivial pursuit uh, thing where you know you have to get the little chippies inside, and the chippies are falling out all the time. Uh, you know, around the holidays it gets busy, so it's you know it's like you know get get a little tired and. Draggy and and plus there's a you know a bunch of stuff to do. There's actually a town by us that lights up a 24, 25 foot metal chicken as one of their events. Sounds like because, a very uh, Georgia thing to happen. It is. It's the yeah. poultry state. So that that's something we would like to do over the next couple of weekends is check out the chicken. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. I'm a little upset that I'm not <laughs> going to be able to experience that with you, but maybe next year. Maybe next year you can come and check out the lighting of the chicken. <laughs> yeah, we were we were talking, uh, you know, uh, a couple of us were talking that we might come down to you guys at some point soon. I was talking with Leanna, and we were talking about like maybe sometime soon we'll come down and visit you guys. Holy crap! Cool, cool, cool. That would be. You know, obviously, we're, I'm going to extend the offers to, to to Nick and Alex, but it was something we kind of talked about briefly the other day. So yeah, I mean, we have one extra bedroom. I mean, we have it's. it's oh no, 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 no. we're not going to we're not going to we're not going to impede on you. We'll we'll just get a we'll just get a room and you know a hotel and stay there. Oh, now you're saying our home. No, no, no. I'm saying there's going to be a lot of us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm anticipating that Alex and Nick won't say no. Well, I'm just saying we have. And a spare room with full size bed, so very, very fair. Thank you for that. Yeah, you have your own bathroom. Just putting it out there. The uh, the one glitch is that we can't run more than one uh, water source in here. Mm. Perks of a rental, so <laughs> you just have to make sure. You know, you're not going to the bathroom while somebody else is in the shower or something. Oh, totally, totally, or, totally. We'll do that. I won't even go to the bathroom. I'll the just flush the toilet on you, just to. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not even a matter of temperature. It's a matter of uh, the water's left pretty much at a a dripping consistency. You know, you, pretty you don't when you're in there. question good water pressure until you don't have good water pressure. Fair, and it's it's really sad when we go visit places, even crappy hotels, and it's like, oh, the water pressure is so good. <laughs> <laughs> just a just a drastic improvement. It's it's just one of the things. You know, I love being home, but that's one of the things I never miss from home when we go away is it we're bound to have a better shower than at home. 
It sounds like you need to contact your building about how poor their building is assembled. Uh, I'm sure you I have a landlord. That's why our why our rent is so affordable because these, it's an old uh, building. Yeah, everything. There's old. only one trunk line from the water pipe, so I'd yeah, say fixing that might be worth a, a price hike a little bit. It's not a point of fixing it. You'd have to like dig into the foundations and completely replace the plumbing. Yeah, at some point it's worth it. <clears throat> yeah, they're not going to do that, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know unless you ask, Joe. Maybe they were already thinking about it and they just needed somebody to push them over the edge to to make that yeah. to make that leap. You're never going to know unless you try, yeah. Joe. Put your mind to it. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, that's it. Well, I mean, while we're on the topic of showers, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna lead us right in. Nice I'm gonna segue right into our new, as Carrie Steve, wants to refer the most to it. Awkward pr- transitions. Listen, you know, you gotta lean into it sometimes. Carrie wants to refer to our segments as side pieces, so I think that might be something we do from now on. We're just gonna refer to it as our side piece, our shower thoughts. And my shower thought was, you know, we always talk about how, you know, we don't want to be the bearer of bad news or that we are the bearer of bad news. Who was the first bearer of bad news? Somebody had to have been known as the bearer of bad news for just constantly delivering bad news, right? Because, like, otherwise, where would we have gotten this? Town crier. (laughs) Yeah, right. Town crier. (laughs) (laughs) The double entendre. (laughs) I guess it also depends also depends on, you know, what your definition of bad news is because, you know, religious leaders would also be telling you, "Oh, your life is sucking because you're making bad choices." So, yeah, but that's... I guess that uh, yeah, it depends on what you qualify as the news. I guess so, but you know, I, well, the way I see it is like, okay, well, we have somebody who's constantly telling us that something bad has either happened or is happening. Right. So that has to be your better bad news. And, you know, it can be the I guess the the church, but like I feel like people looked up to the church, so they wouldn't have referred to it in the church sense. Right? It's gotta be like one of those uh you know, somebody was just constantly like, Oh man, we're about to be attacked. Oh man, we're being attacked again. Oh man, we're being attacked again. And just like, you know, just constantly like being the one to inform everybody that there's a problem. And you know, that ha- having how it happened. But, like, you know, I want to know, like, is that somebody, is that something that somebody came up with? You know, like, like how who was that first person? The first person that ever uh, started walking into rooms to eye rolls. Like, oh, my God, <laughs> what is this asshole going to say now? <laughs> <laughs> the first person to eye roll. Right? Like, who was, like, the first person to go, oh, my God, just shut up. And, like, you know, do the eye roll and go, and then somebody just going, what did you do with your eyes? <laughs> I don't know. You just pained me so much I had to roll my eyes. <laughs> the birth of sarcasm. <laughs> what was that movie with Ricky Gervais where uh, he was in that thing where nobody could lie and... Yeah, I don't know. That just kind of reminded me, like, the birth of lying and sarcasm, because I guess, depending on how you look at it, sarcasm could be borderline lying, but, yeah. But I guess you're probably right about the town crier being the first bear. It does make a bit of sense. 
There goes Joe being knows? the classic smarty pants. Yeah, it just it's yeah, it's one of those things. Like I I I, I, right. I couldn't even like locate anything that was like any sort of relevant to it. So like I don't know where this term came from, and I I'm really intrigued. If anybody happens to know, please let us know. I am super eager to figure it, figure this out. But that was that was my shower thought this week. <laughs> or if you are a bearer of bad news. Confess up. <laughs> yeah. Confess <laughs> confess in the comments on our uh, Instagram. <laughs> Just don't bear it over here. <laughs> All right. So why don't we move over into our main topic today? Uh, our main topic is what would you have done if you were Kevin McAllister in Home Alone? I probably would have burned down the house accidentally. I mean, you are at that point, what, eight, ten years old, something <laughs> like that, right? So, I mean can happen i definitely lit a paper towel on fire once uh, when i was that age yeah my brother almost burned down my my grandma's house he put a uh the stove was on for some reason or maybe he he turned it on accidentally and then um oh yeah no he turned the stove on lit a paper towel or napkin or something and then it got on fire and then he when it came towards his fingers, he threw it in the trash can and then waited and t- for, you know, a few seconds before he went to my mom and said, Mom, the trash can is on fire. Classic. And that's why my grandmother never trusted Greg after that. <laughs> it's a good reason to not trust him, I would say, you know. And then me and my cousin uh, emptied out those uh, those pop things from in July 4th that you throw on the ground. Mm-hmm. We emptied a bunch of those into a uh, tissue, bunched it up, and threw it at the side of her house and made a big scorch mark on oh her vinyl. Oh, my God. Jeez. Oh. And that's when she learned not to trust me or my cousin. <laughs> that is... <laughs> you didn't tell me that one. And, of course, this was all, like, I was probably 10 or younger. And Greg, when he did that, when he did the fire thing, was... I mean, yesterday. he was like five or six, probably and, at that point. And now he's a firefighter. And now he's a firefighter. <laughs> as if there were uh, going in a circle. If there wasn't warning signs before, there should be now. <laughs> I uh, when I was a uh, when I was a kid, I think it was maybe like somewhere between eight and ten. My brother was actually sleeping in the living room, but I didn't want to wake him up. And like I'm like, oh, I just want to have some toast. So I went and I threw toast in the uh, in the toaster oven. And I knew that the toaster oven was going to be hot, so I needed a towel. Well, instead of grabbing a towel, I grabbed a paper towel. And I went to go <laughs> touch the, the metal, and then the towel started lighting on fire. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. And I walked over to the sink, I threw it in the sink, and I turned on the water. And I'm like, yay, I put out the fire. And then I went back to go grab my toast with an actual towel, <laughs> not, a, you know, not, a, not a paper towel. And then I had yeah. my breakfast, and then I went back upstairs. Later that day, my mom goes, did you make toast this morning? And I was like, yeah. She goes, did you light a paper towel on fire this morning? I was like, not on purpose. <laughs> and I explained the whole thing. And she's like, yeah, you're, you shouldn't use the toaster oven anymore. And I was like, why? I, I did the right thing, though. I put out the fire, right? <laughs> she goes, she goes, well, yes. But and I'm like, so what's wrong then? Like. I, 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 I learned my lesson is to not use a paper towel anymore, and I put out the paper towel fire. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, but you know, that was probably a moment that she decided not to trust me in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of toaster ovens, I had a high school chemistry teacher who probably doesn't shock anybody after this story is like one of the reasons I got into chemistry. He would set off the fire alarms at least once a year doing something. And so we had a fire alarm my senior year. It wasn't a drill, it was an actual alarm. We got out there, saw um, Mr. Ground, and was like, Mr. Ground, did you set off the fire alarm like joking? He was like, yeah, I was heating up my pizza in the toaster. And the toaster was the one with like the little, with the slots. So I guess he was trying to heat it up in there and the cheese dripped and created smoke. And then his takeaway from that was next time he's going to put the toaster on its side and then heat up the pizza. (laughs) (laughs) And that's one of my, uh, one of my early mentors. Wow. Amazing. Which says a lot. I mean, he knows it's still the same heating elements on the side. I guess he didn't realize that, right? But it won't drip if it's, like, just sitting on the piece of toast and not able to go flat. So he's thinking, okay, well, if I move it onto its side, then the cheese doesn't have anywhere to drip because it's just going to stay on the piece of toast. I see what he's saying, but that's not what that toaster is for. <laughs> I guess, but, you know, there's still there's still always uh, the little bit that drips over the side. So probably not enough to cause the fire alarm. Did I you guys see so. that new $400 Maybe. toaster? It's no. like a, it's like a, what does it it's do? like a, it's a digital toaster. Uh, it has like a touch screen on it and you tell it like what you're trying to toast, how much you want it toasted. And, uh, it has like, I think like a little moisture pod or something inside of it. So like, you know, it can kind of like keep the toast from, you know, becoming, uh, dried out and, and out. like, you know, too dried out, but it, uh, also toasts it enough that it has a little bit of a crunch, but it's like way expensive you definitely don't need it you can do everything that it's doing just by learning how to use your own toaster oven but they try to sell the perfect piece of toast every time kind of uh logic and (laughs) it's basically just like one of those stand-up toasters with just an lcd screen on the front of it and you just by telling it oh i'm using multi-grain bread or you know a bagel or an english muffin or a biscuit or you know whatever whatever it happens to be you telling it the exact type and then it cooks based on what you told it that sounds like on the level of a towel warmer if i had a bunch of money to blow (laughs) i'd get a towel warmer and that digital toaster (laughs) (laughs) all right so you would probably burn down the house but um uh what we you know like uh, let's assume that the premise is that you know someone's breaking into the house that you're staying in and they're just these two guys that are just trying to hunt you down and grab you how do you as an eight-year-old first i'm crapping my pants (laughs) (laughs) i i I feel like most people would be terrified but for some reason he's not which makes me think that he's a sociopath (laughs) he might and i you know, to be fair, part of it, he starts out kind of oblivious. Like, you think your family just disappeared because mm-hmm. the cars are still in the garage and that they got picked up to go to the airport. But then can make an obstacle course and traps and stuff like that. Like, just, you know, oh, well, I, there's all this in stuff here. Hours. I can just put all this stuff together and get rid of them myself. But, like, you couldn't figure out that your family left for the trip and you stayed asleep. Also, can we talk about how bad a parent that they are? Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's a classic discussion. <laughs> the fact that you don't have a checklist, you know, like. Well, they did count the number of heads 
They just didn't realize that one head was the neighbor kid. It's just one of those where all the dominoes fall perfectly. Like, the idiot kid from... They don't even specify where this kid came from. This this kid who lives somewhere in the neighborhood is at some other family's house in the morning. Like, where are your parents where you should be home and not in, like, basically a shuttle bus that another family's using? Why is this kid over here? Well, I mean, you know, the, the, to, to one extent, you know, people, kids went to go to other kids' houses or whatever, or they, were, they went out to play or whatever, and maybe got, you know, that can happen. It's weird. You know, definitely it requires a lot of stretching of the imagination, but, you know. One of the things that always got me is uh, that, you know, I feel like generally parents know their kids pretty well. And, you know, I know Buzz is just supposed to be the big jerk face character, but I'm like, if you were his parents, why are you falling for his bullshit? Especially in the second movie where he's giving that BS apology after embarrassing Kevin during the pageant. And he's like, I'm so sorry that I embarrassed Kevin and blah, blah, blah. If I was that kid's parent, I'd be like, buzz, bullshit, try again. You're no, it's just a movie, right? It is. But that's what I'm just saying. I mean, I, I understand it's a movie, but that was just one of those things that always got me was that his parents couldn't see through his bullshit when he's obviously does it or he obviously does it all the time. Yeah. And, you know. To that same point, you know your child, you know the children, right? So you know who your troublemakers are. You know Kevin won't wake up in time. So the fact that Kevin is not the first thing on your mind because Kevin might be slacking off or not getting ready or be the slacker that's not going to get in the car, like and hold everybody else up. That's the person you look for. You look not at the number of heads. The you look at a checklist basically. You roll call everybody if you got to. I just uh, also find it kind of funny that it's the youngest kid who's classically the one that has the most attention that gets left behind. But at the same time, they also make it like he's incompetent because his parents do everything for him. So they obviously don't have the time to teach him how to do it. They obviously pay attention to him at every other time, maybe, except when they go on vacation. Yeah, except for when they're in a (laughs) rush. Then they they forget he exists. Oh, it's uh, I always got it that. I always took it as he's the youngest kid, and typically the youngest kid, if you have, like, a big family, gets the least amount of attention, especially once they're not, like, babies or whatever. And so he had to figure out how to do a lot of this stuff on his own. And when you jump on the staircase and yell, I'm living alone! (laughs) (laughs) I mean, really, as a whole family, they're pretty terrible. I mean, I I think it would be be fine until... uh, I started running out of food that I could realistically make. Like as, as you know, as an eight to ten year old kid, uh, I wouldn't know how to make frozen chicken breast into like you know actual food successfully. He ordered, you know, or he ordered pizzas. Yeah, but with what money? My parents went with their credit cards and their other stuff. What am I gonna order with? I don't have money. I'm eight to ten he years got, old. Uh, he he got money from Buzz's life savings. Yeah, he took. <laughs> okay, Buzz's fine. Money. Yes. Sure. The, the kid is smart. That that is that <laughs> I mean, would yes. You. But you know, I he's like too smart for his own good. Right. And that that is a, a situation that would work, you know. But like, you know, if we took like, you know, a smaller family even, like, you know, like I, I you know, I was the oldest of, of me and my younger brother, at, you know, when we were, were there and then when my you know, uh my older brother and sister, you know, were around, like they didn't have things at our house, so like I would have been screwed, you know, like 
Yeah, you, you know, they, they, it's not like, well, at least not that I know of anyway. Uh, you know, they didn't exactly keep, a, you know, valuables that I could use to, like, get food at our place. So I would have. But then again, you know, I guess I could have just gone to a neighbor's house. I could, you know, I could have gone. But none of the neighbors were home. Well, if none of the neighbors are home, then I guess there's a, then I guess nobody's going to notice anything then. But I, I would think that some neighbors would have to be home. That was, that was the whole thing about them robbing the neighborhood is none, nobody was home that week. Yeah, because of the holidays. I thought it was nobody was going to be home in that house, not in the neighborhood. No, in, in the whole neighborhood because he, that's why he was taking note, like he was pretending to be a cop because he was going and casing who was you know going to not be there for the holidays and then looking at all their timed lights. Okay. Hey, you know what? It's been a long Sounds time like since Steve I've... needs to watch Home hey, Alone. It's been a long time since I've watched it. I'm going to have to rewatch it now. Really? Yeah. yeah, we watch it like every Christmas. Uh, see, my well, my my every Christmas movie is Die Hard, so that's 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 what I have. Well, to you watch. can watch more than mo- one movie. Steve. I, I could, but I barely have time as it is, so I make sure that Die Hard is on is the first thing on the list. My mom, she watches a Christmas Story every Christmas. She has to watch it like basically that and uh, the Bishop's Wife. Bishop's I think wife? I think that's what it's called. Um, the Preacher's Wife. No, I don't think I don't think there was a preacher. I have no idea what you're talking about. Either um, way. It's, it, it's is it Whoopi Go? Is it, I mean uh, Whitney Houston? It's definitely the preacher's wife. No, it's definitely older than that. Yeah, the bishop's wife, 1947. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the bishop's wife. Not it's a wonderful life. No, it's not that. Not um, White Christmas. Uh, no, but uh, that's that's those are the two that my mom usually uh, gravitate to, and now they have. Uh, Obviously, you know, a, a Christmas story Christmas. I don't. I didn't actually ask my mom to see if she uh, knew that that was a thing, but, uh, you know, uh, I could surprise her with that later. It's talking about good. the new yeah, one? Yeah, it's the new one. It's like, it's like, it the, it's like the sequel to A Christmas yeah, Story. We, yeah, we know. We just watched it. I haven't watched night. it yet, so don't, <laughs> don't spoil anything on me. No. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. Let's, I mean, assuming... Surprisingly. Yeah, all right. Well, I'll have to... Make sure I'm watching intently because uh, I have a feeling if I put it on on Christmas, it's it's just going to be distraction after distraction. Yeah, you put the first one on on yeah. Christmas because yeah. everyone's seen right. it a million times. Right. <laughs> um, but I think I would have called the cops way before Kevin did. Oh, you know he doesn't call the cops until they're you know basically trapped in the thick of his traps. Yeah. I, if if there were weird dudes standing outside my house, that would have been the point. I called the cops and said. There's some guys. I'm home alone, yeah, and there's a weird all. guy outside yeah. of our house. Yeah, that brings up a good point. Like, I probably would have the cop would have gone to the cops as soon as I realized I was home alone and didn't know where anybody else was at that age. Yeah. Although then, although then you get taken to child protective services and never see your parents ever again. <laughs> well, they you don't never see them again, Stephen. <laughs> your parents just have to go through a bunch of BS before they can get you back. <laughs> well, we're we're also talking about the '90s where things were a little more flexible. Mm, that's true. <laughs> I suppose. I mean, I don't know. Would it take place now or in the '90s? Because if it was now, you'd definitely be <laughs> taken away and never given back to your yeah, parents. Definitely. Like, Home Alone Two would not have happened because Kevin would have been in foster care, or it would have happened under a completely <laughs> different house, and just he's just. Uh, assaulting random people because he doesn't know who they are and he just thinks that they're bad yeah i don't think they could do a realistic sequel these days without cps being involved yeah i think yeah i think you'd be right on that one but i mean assuming that the 
the the premise, right? You know, like you know, we're an eight to ten year old kid home alone, and this guy trying to case the house, and we have to set up a whole bunch of traps, right? Let's go with that premise, and let's say I I feel like I would do something that's like going I I would end up damaging the house drastically by trying to set up traps. Oh, for sure. You know, he they make it seem like oh he didn't do any like you know he's just you know smart and he's outwitting them and. No, I'm pretty sure if I set up something like the like the the paint cans going down the hallway that it just bashes into like the the wall and just like uh makes dents in every single wall. <laughs> he's also going up two of the up against two of the biggest idiots, so he's got that on his side also. Harry and Marv they're pretty dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but then, you know, it's like okay, well you know, sure, I'll hide upstairs maybe and I'll make the stairs as slippery as possible. Like, that might be something I can try to plan, but if they're already in the house, there's no time to do that. You know, the best thing you could do is, like, hide under, the, like, the, the vanity sink or something like that. <laughs> Inside <Yeah>. the cabinets. <laughs> I don't see myself setting traps. I see myself throwing knives or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Carry the knife thrower. <laughs> <laughs> or baseball bat. A bat. Take up a chair. Oh, I mean, there was definitely a situation when uh, my my older brother heard a noise uh, in the uh, like the downstairs area, and I was asleep, and my brother, my younger brother, was asleep, and he had heard a noise. And our parents weren't around for for the weekend, and you know we were a little bit older. But my brother heard something downstairs, and he didn't know what it was. It spooked him, so he's like, he, so he woke me up, and I'm like, okay, okay, I'm, I'm getting up, I'm getting up. He woke up, he tried to wake up my little brother, and. He sleeps like a truck, apparently, because he just would not budge. We were, like, basically punching him in the stomach, and he just wouldn't move. (laughs) (laughs) So so it just comes down, like, we basically had him sit at the top of the stairs with one of our cell phones, ready to dial 911 in the event that something was actually wrong. I think I went into, like, my closet, and I had from when I was a little kid, uh, like, a toy shotgun. So yeah. like I took the toy shotgun. We were, we started heading down the stairs, heading downstairs with it. Or, you know, I'm just like looking around the corners, just to like kind of try to scare somebody if they would be down there, right? We we get around and we find out it was just a uh, laundry detergent fell off the shelf, so it was just a giant mess on the floor. But it kind of, but like my brother was a little spooked, and you know, rightfully so. You know, like you know, God forbid, you don't want to be asleep while someone's raiding the house. Uh, but <laughs> true. Or maybe you do because it'll go by faster. Yeah. Oh, I guess so. I have, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but get murdered. Yeah, exactly. You, it. you know, you die in your sleep. You know, you don't feel anything that way, right? You don't pee yourself that way. Um, that's kind of the level that we went. You know, but that was in like more adulthood. You know, like when it's younger. Yeah. I don't, like, but what if you were by yourself? If I was by myself. I mean, that's part of the whole yeah, premise. Well, He's by himself. I'm just himself. saying, if I was by myself and I was upstairs and I there was something downstairs and there were actually people down there, I'm staying upstairs and I'm like, I'm probably running into my parents' room using their phone calling 911. But I gotta like tiptoe, you know, it's like, you gotta make sure you're not heard going into that room. But then I'm just calling 911 and I'm probably hiding under the bed. Or on the roof. I wouldn't be able to get onto. I mean, like, I guess depends on how you get to the roof. I think in the movie you can get onto the roof a little easier, but like, yeah, if you have a second story window, you can just go out the window and onto the. We had like a Indiana. We had a house where um, you had a balcony. 
Well, it wasn't a balcony, but um, the second story window, there was like a roof underneath it. So you could have climbed out onto the roof. and See, the thing is, I'm afraid of heights, so that's never happening with me. Uh, if uh. there's fucking robbers with guns and shit that want to sexually abuse a little Steven, you might. <laughs> Kevin also could have hid out in the treehouse. Yeah, true. You could have uh, done some moves, and well, I don't know if that would have helped your height thing. If you could have just quick gone and flown over to the treehouse. <laughs> We're talking to the treehouse in the movie, or talking like just a treehouse in general? Because I didn't have a treehouse. No, I didn't have a treehouse, but I'm just saying that theoretically was another op- if we're in the home alone house you have the option of the tree house that was the other thing too i mean we grew up in a ranch so there's not many places to hide in there yeah except the basement in the basement yeah. hide under some <laughs> some stuff. yeah but i feel like that you know at least in you know like my basement like i feel like that would be like a hidden target yeah you know? so like i wouldn't have probably gone down there i would have you know like they, they would have gone for that for that basement they wouldn't have yeah, that's where they're gonna find some valuables or at least they think they might so they're gonna go down there but up in the bedrooms you know if somebody if somebody's home they're not gonna want to wake them they're less likely to go upstairs you know if they're smart you know of course and then you have i don't know the, you have the home bedrooms alone are where all issue the, where they're stupid bedrooms are where all the jewelry is that shit's easy to pawn yeah the basement is where the junk is yeah. I, if somebody wanted to go in my parents basement i'd be like good luck <laughs> I don't know. I, I was like, eh, I think a smart person probably would avoid it. it like, because that, yeah, that would be obvious. But if they're actually home and you don't know about it, like, you, you've now walked into their room and they're just looking at you and now they've seen your face. Like, yeah, well, in Home Alone, though, they know, well, they think nobody is home. So they're not worried about right, all that. But I'm saying, like, you know, smart people would still be worried. Or be more intently looking at the property. Uh, so really, we kind of spent most of this bashing Home Alone. <laughs> which, <laughs> I just want to put a disclaimer out there that I love that movie. <laughs> it's it's an enjoyable Christmas movie. It's just you know it's got some flaws that in reality don't you know don't sit well. And I think everybody picks it apart for these various reasons. But well, and ti- time wise, uh, there's definitely aspects of it that don't hold up. Like. Everybody brings up pre nine eleven travel, and then the fact, yeah, that Kevin would definitely be in foster care. Yep, 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 yep. Especially in the in the second movie when they're when the cops ask them, "Has anything like this happened before?" and the two of them are like well. nervously laughing because <laughs> uh, no, it's a mecha- it's a McAllister holiday tradition. Yeah, Kevin <laughs> likes to stay home by himself on the holidays. <laughs> Every eight-year-old should spend one week home alone. Could you imagine Nolan home alone for a weekend? <laughs> Our well, little nephew. That's why I was kind of leery of showing him that movie because he would Get definitely ideas. be a little Kevin McAllister. Oh yeah, yeah. that kid is uh, demonic. <laughs> he's not demonic. Demonic in a well, in a good smart way. Like he's a good kid or whatever, but he'd definitely get into trouble on his own. He can be rambunctious. Oh, just a little bit. <laughs> Most kids usually are when they're young. Yeah. Especially yeah, if they have siblings. You know, his... Yep. Well, and that's a... Older the, siblings. The older siblings are, you know, they were much more timid and followed followed things more to the line. And uh, not Nolan. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't it's turn fine. out that way and that everything works out just fine. Mold breakers are great. 
their creators and good idea people. So hopefully he just gets rich and famous and then he can take care of, you know, Uncle Joe and Aunt Carrie, you know, and, uh, you know, help them live their best lives. He, you know, for a little rambunctious uh, chump, he is a he is pretty generous. You know, he'll uh, he'll try to share his stuff and when he wants to. <laughs> <laughs> no, like we were around when we were on the fire at your parents, and I kept getting cold, so he was putting his hands over the fire and warming my face. This is the same kid who wouldn't swap goofy toys for McDonald's with you because he wanted the special edition. But he thought it was funny too. <laughs> so he has his moments, is what you're saying. Oh yeah, but don't we all? He sounds he sounds a little bit like like not not calling a kid an asshole. I'm just saying asshole with nice tendencies here. You know, you know. I feel like that's what he's gonna potentially grow into. I mean, you've met him. I I think like once at the wedding. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He had a he had a playmate. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, distracted a little bit <laughs> between that and the game room. Yeah, tons of things to do there. Oh yeah, my because uh, like I, I was telling you guys, my brother actually went there for a wedding. Also, same same area. The, uh, not not in the uh, not in the cabins, but they had like a, there was another pavilion a little bit uh, closer to the yep. main road yep. or whatever. That was uh, the one that they had the wedding in. But they were also staying up in the mountains and everything. And the yep. one that was across the street. He was talking about it. I think it was like a uh, the other road over or something. I don't remember what it was called. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch. But of different yeah, there was like a, there was like a pavilion. It was close to where the cabins were that we were staying in. But uh, yeah, it was just another yeah, section of there's... it. But it was. Uh, but they had a they had did the whole shuttle thing to to bring everybody down there. And he he was going through the, the cabin, and I'm like, yeah, this looks like a very similar cabin. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Evidently, that shuttle shuttle driver was a little scary. Really. Yeah, going like pretty close to the. The cliff edge going around corners to the other side. I mean, that could also just be people's fear kicking in. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, I'm I, terrified of heights, so you know, I'm happy I that heard we it didn't from have more to than do one that. source. Yeah. yeah, we drove ourselves to our honeymoon cabin. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, at least you had the ability to. Yeah. 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 So. All right. Well, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Thank you. Yes. If you guys have any, except for you. And you know who you are. <laughs> That's right. You tell them, Joe. Uh, if anybody has any suggestions uh, for, you know, either have you have a shower thought recently, please let us know. You know, segment ideas, let us know on our socials. Uh, all the links are in our podcast description. Thanks for listening and have a happy holidays. Yeah. Thanks for making it this far with us. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Thanks for listening to Hey Jimmy. Big shout out to Anthony Morantz for our voiceover, Skane Music for creating our intro, and Sergio Duarte for creating our cover art. All artists can be found on the freelance platform Fiverr. You can catch Hey Jimmy every week on all major streaming platforms.